0: Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at saintlugarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. Whew, I lift my hands in total praise to you, God. You are the source of my strength. You are the strength of my life, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I lift my hands in total praise to you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. My God, that's such a classic, total praise. Ah, It always sets the tone. It always sets the tone. Hi, oh, y'all. Listen, we're getting ready to for part two of our, our sermon from last week. No time to fall back. We, again, thank you for all the support, all the encouraging words. You really, we really, listen, it all goes to God. I'm just a messenger. I'm just a vessel. So continue to pray for your messenger today. Let's, let's, let's get into back into the word. Let's, let's revisit the, the main scripture, which is uh, in your Bibles. Ecclesiastics, the third chapter verses 1 through 8. We're just going to read it again, okay? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8, and I'm read from the New Living Translation. It says, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. And finally a time for war and a time for peace. May the Lord add a rich blessing to his words and to the hearers of his word. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, in your hands, we leave all our worries, all our cares. We cast our cares upon you because we know that you care for us on this day. Now, God, let just, just, just pour out your spirit upon us on today through your word. Let it be less of me and more of you. Let the words that comes out from my mouth and the meditations that ooze from my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, for you are our strength and you are our redeemer. And it's in your precious name we say, amen, amen. Oh, my goodness. No time to fall back. Part two. <laughs> you know, last week, you know, I talked about the first four out of seven areas I think we need to focus as we prepare for 2022. I'm excited. Somehow, I'm serious. I really feel that God is going to do something special in this new year. We've endured 18 plus, almost two years of a pandemic. So many deaths, so many loss, so many ups, so many downs. You know what? I know that the seasons are getting ready to change. Just like the summer transitions to fall and the fall transitions to winter, we're getting ready to enter into a new season in 2022. Listen, we talked about letting God clean our heart. Yes. And we talked about Him renewing and refreshing our, our, our mind. And, and and our spirit, and, and and also the second thing we talked about uh, uh, again was uh, renewing our mind, and then thirdly we talked about operating in our unique gifts in 2022. So many of us are just gifted uniquely and are just sitting on it. And I think time—it's time for us to, to 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 get up and operate in our unique gifts, and don't be afraid. Yes, in the past you may have dealt with rejections and disappointments, but I believe in this new season. Your unique gift is needed. God has need of your unique gift. And finally, number four from last week, we talked about being healthy. Yes, God needs you to be healthy so you can do the work all the way through to see it through. Be healthy in your mind. Be healthy in your heart. Be healthy in your body, in your, in your soul, your spirit. Do all the necessary things to keep you healthy. Remove all the things that are not keeping you healthy from the bad foods, the bad decisions, the bad things that you just know that's not healthy. It is time to be healthy. Now, now, now let's, go, let's go forward now. We got three more Out of seven, three more left. And number five, this is what I feel like God is is encouraging us and preparing us for 2022. We need to focus on building great relationships. Yes, build great relationships. (laughs) Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verses 24 through 25. In a New Living Translation, it says this. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. My goodness, you know, during this season of my life, you know, I I am thankful to have great friends. I am so thankful. Now, I don't have as many as I I used to have when I was younger, but I I, I am uh, understanding that, you know, yeah, there may be comfort in quantity of friends but there is substance and power in the quality. So it's not just about the quantity, it's actually about the quality of the friendships that you build. So yes, if you got 20, 30 friends, and there's no 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 quality in it. They're just numbers. They're just comfort in being a in the crowd. Then you might need to really like zero in into a few, like the strong few. Like Jesus had twelve disciples, but it was those three—Peter, James, and John—that he really had the the substance and power relationships with. The great relationships he built with. He's the the one when he went off to pray. Those were the three that ended up falling asleep. But that's who he relied on to be with him in even the darkest moments of his is uh, his tenure here on earth. It's so hard to find friends who understand you and balance you out. Like especially when you're in in a low place, when you're in the brink of collapse or or desperation, like you need that friend to help you balance out, like pull you away from that dark place. You know, you know, no no, many of us have forsaken building great relationships and friendships. Yes. Many of us avoided like, I'd rather be by myself. Knowing that there's some quality people out there, yes, and we fall back into isolation. And so one of the most dangerous places to be when you're going through is being isolated. That kind of warfare is trouble like no other. I can speak for that. I've been in fairly dark places, isolated and having to fight. And I talked about it last week where I had to scream, devil, get out of my mind like the torment was too much because you've allowed the enemy. To infiltrate the gates of your mind and and torment you, and so sometimes having that that prayer warrior friend that that's going to pray with you in those dark moments. That's going to say, "Hey, I'm going to intercede on your behalf. I'm going to speak life to you when you're down." You need that quality friendship. That you know, you know, God is always with us. We know that He is there in the darkest of darkness. You know, but sometimes it's good to have that physical friend to talk you from that cliff. Yes, that, that one that can talk you off from that edge of making a bad decision. I'll tell you, there's been many times in my life when I was going to just make a, a left and I made a phone call to my friend. And he said, no, go make that right. You know, so you need that friend that's going to tell you like, listen, you're wrong. You need to make a better decision. You need friends that will pray with you. You need friends that will laugh with you. You need relationships that will build you, correct you, even disagree with you. Yes, especially when you know you're wrong. You flat out wrong. <laughs> you know, if you're around a bunch of people who only agree with you and not challenge you, I think you might need to check the circle. I'm serious, because you need that iron to sharpen iron. You need that sharp edge to sh- to help keep you sharp. That means you can't be around a bunch of dull knives. I hope I ain't telling, stepping on no toes. <laughs> but you need strong knives. You need strong Friendships Build great friendships in order to grow and get stronger in life. In a season, it's so important to continue to build these type of relationships. So I encourage you, build great relationships as we get ready for the new year. Number six, I want to share with you. Next point. It's time for you to steward your time well. What I mean by steward, let's just go Psalm 90 verses 12 in the New Living Translation. It says, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. What that means to steward your time well, I mean, it basically means to manage your time well. Be a good steward of your time. Steward your time well. Be a good manager of your time. How many of us struggle with managing our time well. I'm telling you, some days I feel like I got it together. Some days I feel like it's all totally falling apart. The, we just said in the scripture, you know, basically stop wasting your time. Life is too short. The brevity of life. I'm realizing that more and more every day. And so that's why I'm such a proponent for operating in your area of purpose and gifting on here on earth. So you're not wasting your time. Like when it comes to our day, time, day after day, the true question for me, I'm going to ask you this, you know, like, are you using your time wisely or are you just wasting it? I'm going to ask you that question again. Are you using your time wisely or are you just wasting it? Those are some serious questions. It may be rhetorical now, but there's a point in time where you're going to have to answer that question. Am I using my time wisely or am I just wasting it? Become a good steward of your time. You know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. You know, every so often, you know, I, I can take a self-assessment. Like I just kind of look at myself to see how I'm managing my time. And, and there's the times I feel like I got it together. Like, yes, yes. But there are times where I, I'm just totally out of whack. And you know what the fruits of when I'm out of whack, you start seeing things just messy. Everything around me is a mess. I'm stressed out. I can't seem to focus. I'm frustrated. That, 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 I'm just crazy. All because I did not manage my time well. Now, you, you got to leave room. Sometimes life happens. And, and and so we'll experience that interruption or detour we, we didn't see coming. So it's an It's important to always be adaptable and flexible to adjust to those interruptions and detours that life may present you. So, you know, there are times when you just you you just you just have to adjust to life. But there, honestly, on the flip side, there are times where we're just plain old trifling. (laughs) Yes, we're just plain old. Listen, we know better, but we just be like. ah. So we have to know better, you know, better. You know that you shouldn't be up watching TV so late. You know that you shouldn't be uh, you know that you need to schedule time to go to the gym. You know that you need just time to take a breather. You, you you and do nothing. You know you shouldn't be waiting to last minute to to complete that de- to meet that deadline or complete that project. Mhm. How many procrastinators we have out there? Come on, if you really want to be honest. Anyways, nobody's watching. You're home watching in, you know, virtual, so you can let me know. How many of y'all are procrastinators? I can say I procrastinate. I suffer from procrastination at times where I wait to the last minute to finish and meet the deadline. I think it's a rush. Like, okay, it's due on the the 17th, so I'll wait till the 16th. Boom. (laughs) No, that's not being a good steward of your time, Pastor Amos. You have to be a better steward of your time. You know, this whole month of November, I made a decision. It was a hard decision, but I made a decision to take a break from social media. You know, I, I felt like I was losing focus and I was just wasting a lot of time. And I felt like I spent a lot of time scrolling through social media. They're just wasting time. And so I felt like taking a break for the month of November for now it may be December. I don't know. I'm kind of liking this space, but it, it's helping me regain my focus and better manage my time day to day. Yeah, I may be on social media now, but literally I don't spend time many time as much as I used to on social media because I realize how much of time it swallowed up on my day. And I am so unproductive and I find myself crashing and crunching and doing so many things last minute because I didn't manage my time well. You know, I tell you, you know, just about halfway through November, I'm telling you, I am realizing that I've wasted so much time on social media. Just just looking at that assessment, valuable time, because now, you know, I feel like I have a better handle of my day now, you know, because I'm not so consumed with, hey, what's going on? Fear of missing out. They call FOMO. Like I don't have to deal with that FOMO as much because, yes, I don't care. I miss it because I have more important things to do. God has need of you. God has need you to be operating in your gift so the world can be blessed by what you offer. So stop wasting your time. Manage your time well. You know, now I can focus more on important things like God, my family, my work, school, church, my music. <laughs> you know, I can now visualize things better by understanding it w- w- with, with more clarity. And then and, 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 and my hope is now is to continue to manage my time well so God can use me and trust me with doing the work for his kingdom. Whether as is I'm at my job, whether I'm at school, whether I'm at home, whether I'm at church or the street or the mall, wherever God is going to use me. I want to make sure that he trusts me with what he's given me. So if I manage my time, well, if I steward my time, well, God can trust me into doing his work for his kingdom. It says that the word says that too much is given much is required. So if you want more from God. God can give you what you want or or definitely give you what you need, but he needs your time. Yes, every morning I make sure I take time in God's presence. In the word, through meditation, through silence, through worship, I spend time every day in his presence. But God, because God needs some of your time. Now, yeah, we would love to give it. He understands like, okay, out of 24 hours a day, just to spend time with him, 30 minutes, an hour, 10, five minutes or depending on what you have going on. But he wants concentrated time on him. He's a jealous God. So if you see that your attention is elsewhere, he doesn't like that. Spend time with the father. Listen, you, you know, there's like I said, there's only 24 hours in a day. So it's important to prioritize the things that can appropriately, you know, that, that you can appropriately divide your time and attention to into those things that matter. So like you have 24 hours a day. So it's important to prioritize those things and, and, and divide your time in an in, in appropriate manner so you can give it the right attention. Your health matters. Your family matters. Your purpose and your calling matters. You matter. It's important that you prioritize and manage your time. So stop wasting your time on things that are dead ends. Yeah. Or even main It may seem one sided. Yeah. That you put in all this effort and nothing in return. You reading reaching a dead end. You're wasting your time. You're physically and emotionally spent. You're running out of gas because you're pouring so much into something that you're getting very little in return. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your time chasing what others think you should be doing. Focus on what God needs you to do. Uh-huh. If now if you don't know what it is, it's fine. Spend time with God. Spend time in his presence. He'll reveal to you what you should be investing your time in. Mm. Be a good steward of your time. And finally, we made it to number seven, y'all. This is a big one. This is a big one. It's time to make God moves and not just good moves. I'm gonna say it again. It's time to make God moves and not just good moves. (laughs) First Samuel 15, 22 says, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. My goodness, you know, we see this, this example here where a uh, 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 Saul who was ordained and anointed by God to be king and God at that point rejected him because he was doing a good move, but he didn't do a God move. God instructed him to do it a certain way and he did it what he thought was the way that, that it should be done. And God rejected him because it was like, listen, yeah, you can do <laughs> you, 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 you your burnt offerings uh, 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 and your sacrifices or or... God's voice, your obedience to God voice, what God is saying. So that's what I'm saying about God moves. A God move is 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 something being obedient to what God is saying, his voice. A good move. Yeah, it's more leaning to your understanding. Yeah, a good move is more, you know, like that. I get it. Like this is this is something that, you know, I know with my intellect. But a God move is on him. It's even unfamiliar. It's uncomfortable. It's 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 it's. It requires faith. A God move requires faith. A good move doesn't require faith. It's just something you do. And sometimes in life we make good moves, but there are points, pivotal points in our life where we need to make a God move. Come on, say it in the chat. Make God moves, not just a good move. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, you know. It's important as you prepare for 2022 to realize that, you know, um, I've made some good moves, but now it's time for me to make some God moves. Yeah, it's very important, you know, to really mean it when you say, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. That's relinquishing your good move to submit to the move God wants you to make. Yeah, it's difficult because your good move makes a lot of sense. But sometimes a God move makes no sense. But it will require obedience. Obedience. Even in the midst of unsurety. It requires obedience. So as you prepare For 2022, please make sure that whatever moves you make aren't just good moves, but they are God moves. Yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, a God move is not familiar. It's not as comfortable, but obedience is better than sacrifice. So as we prepare for the new year. We're less than 60 days. Now we're we're around 50 days away <laughs> from 2022. These are the areas I've been preaching about. There's is no time to fall back and just just be on cruise control. These are the areas I've been preaching about for the last 2 weeks to focus on. Focus on a clean heart. Focus on a renewed mind. Focus on using your gifts, your unique gifts. Focus on being healthy. Focus on building great relationships. Focus on stewarding your time well. And finally, focus on making God moves and not just good moves. It's gonna take some effort, y'all. That's why I'm encouraging you. This is no time to fall back. Get focused on what God is getting ready to do in you, through you, your family, your church, your job, your circle, your community. Everyone around is about to experience a new you in 2022. Oh, I just came up with a phrase. You're gonna, people are gonna experience a new you in 2022. Do you receive it? Come on, say it. I receive it, I'm experiencing, I will be experiencing a new me in the new year. Yes, you're going to experience a new you in 2022. That is such a catchy, catchy phrase. I'm telling you, I should put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. God is so good, y'all. I just want you to win. I want you to be on the will of God, not just your will, but God's will for your life. So this is no time to fall back. It's time to get focused. Get focused. 2022 is around the corner. Do you realize what you've just endured? A whole pandemic. We're we're getting ready to get on the other side. We speak it by faith. We're going to get ready to come and meet back in person real soon. But we got to get focused, y'all. We got to get focused. This is no time to fall back. We thank God for his word on today. Mm. Before I open the doors of church, I want to pray. For us, as we are getting ready to enter into this holiday season, this is a very difficult time for many people. I know last week we talked about the family of Pamela Ridge. I know they're going through a difficult time. Our family, my family, Pastor Jasmine is, and Bishop Vash Time McKenzie—they're going through a tough time. The whole family is going through. This is a difficult time. So I want to pray for those who are having difficult times in this in this part of the year as we enter into the holidays. But I'm still encouraging you, even through the discomfort, through the discouragement, through the downtimes, get focused. This is no time to fall back. God has need of you in 2022. Seriously, he has need of you in 2022. Get focused. So let's pray. Father, there's someone who's watching, who's hurting, who's discouraged, who doesn't understand what tomorrow is going to bring. But by faith, we believe that in this new year, you're going to do some amazing things for them. Continue to just pour life into their hearts, into their minds, into their souls right now. As they hear this message, let them know that you are with them. God is with you even in the darkest of times. So get focused. Get your heart clean. Renew your mind. Use your gifts. Continue to move and get healthy. Yes, yes. Continue to build great relationships around you. My God, my God. Continue to to be a good steward of your time. And finally, this is time to make God moves and not just good moves. So we speak it by faith that restoration, a refreshing, a renewing is happening now for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I believe it. I believe that somebody's experiencing a renewal right now. I believe that someone is experiencing a refreshing. You've endured so much. Now God is going to turn it around for your good. No time to fall back, saints. No time to fall back. I want to open the doors of the church today. Someone who really has fall, fell back. Yes, you've fell away. You've drifted away. You, 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 you know that, that, that in order to, 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 to be saved, you have to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I want to offer Jesus to you today. If you are looking to gain a stronger relationship, as we're talking about building great relationships, the number one relationship you need to build is with Jesus right today. Let's start there. And if you wanna build this great relationship with Jesus, repeat this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me. I repent of all my wrongdoings through word, thought, or deed. I belong to you. I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I profess that you went on the cross to die, shed your blood for me and got up on that third day with all power in your hands for me. I now declare by my confession that I am saved, that I am saved and I am saved. Come on, let's glorify the Lord today. Let's magnify his name. Let's make his name great. For that person who has just professed the Lord as their personal Lord and Savior. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sow, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.